0: Hello podcast world, welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is Team Drama TV. Welcome to Vicarious Living. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello, Pat. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Tonight we do part three Smallville five part journey. I'm feeling great. Do you feel the same amount of great? I feel
1: really good. Slight correction. It's not the evening yet, but you are drinking. So
0: Yes, it is 5 o'clock somewhere, and it's 5 o'clock in this podcast studio. So we'll
1: call it a night. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm in. Housekeeping, give it. VicariousLivingPod at gmail.com and VicariousLivingPodcast on Instagram.
0: Get at us, kids, for all of our good swag. You know where to go. Go to the Instagram. $30 on the baseball tees, $20 in text, $40 on the hooded sweatshirts. Get at us. Tonight... If you recall, we are doing the top 10 all-time episodes, Smallville History, and while we do that, we cover the entire series. Mm -hmm. One fell swoop. We've been plowing through. We have been plowing the F through. Tonight, I got to first catch you up on where we came from the last pod, and then we'll get into an episode from season four and an episode from season five. After tonight, we will be... Pretty much through about halfway of all of Smallville, ten seasons. That's impressive. After just three pots, I feel good about that. For
1: me, it's felt like a breeze. Yeah. I know you're grinding a little harder. I'm grinding.
0: <laughs> well,
1: and just to kind of set the scene, I, you did that last time, and it was super helpful. So you're yep. actually watching every single episode.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't let the kids down by not giving them all the filler. What I will say, is, I don't. I,
1: th- I think it's just you can't help yourself. Yes, I have the... obsessive
0: compulsive disorder.
1: And you're addicted to teens.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> so this one was the toughest, though, because I had a week to essentially watch three seasons of TV.
1: If there's anybody I know who can do it,
0: it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a grind. This past week has really been a grind. Um so but catch I me did on the it. speed. Okay, so what happened is where we left off, the very beginning of season three episode one red kryptonite bad clark Mm -hmm. now since then clark's gone good again good obviously that only lasted one episode clark and lana they have fallen into their old ways of will they won't they
1: really slow playing that
0: dude it's now been four seasons and they have essentially just kissed once or twice never dated kissed once or twice, have broken up like 37 times, even though they've never dated. (laughs) And their relationship is just one breakup
1: after another. Think about it from my perspective, because I just jumped in without having seen like an entire season. And I felt like I just picked up where I left off with them. Yeah. So to your point, you said you're exhausted with their relationship. Mm -hmm. But but for me, it was just like, oh, I didn't miss anything.
0: Yeah. For you, it's perfect. They about to kiss again? When you second kiss, (laughs) yes, second kiss. When you came in, you were, I think, a little confused on, like, why I was so pissed and frustrated at Lana. Yeah. Like, you were saying that, like, why? What's up? What, like, Lana's so hot. Why do you hate her so much? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I've gone 50 straight hour long episodes of them not even tongue kissing <laughs> once or a boob touch or a pee touch.
1: That's on the CW. And as we stated before during their first kiss, they don't really use tongue. It's more of like a, it's always tasteful with those too.
0: They haven't even open mouth kissed. All right. Well, we need to pick up the
1: pace. Right. Come on, Lana Clark. All right. Let's do it.
0: Let's pick up the pace here on this pod too. So what does Lana decide? She's like, I got to go to fucking Paris. It's the only solution. The only solution is I leave Smallville. I go to Paris and I find myself. Damn.
1: I Hey, I get her. I'm always like literally one step away from just fucking off to Paris. Mm -hmm. So if you ever, if I ever don't turn up on a Wednesday night.
0: I know you're in Paris. Yeah. Cool. Lex, he's working with the feds right now because he got his dad arrested. Essentially what's happening is Lex versus his dad is in full effect. And it's like, who's going to be more evil? He gets his dad arrested for murdering his parents, Lex's grandparents.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. And Chloe is involved with all that shit because Chloe started working for Lex's dad. So essentially what happens is to end season three, they put Chloe in a safe house because she's going to work with Lex to be the expert witness in the trial to lock Lex's dad up forever. I see. So that's where season three ends, where it's just like Chloe's walking into a safe house.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Then last thing is oh, real quick on Lex. This is worth discussion. It really brings up the whole point about can you defeat true evil aka Lex's dad without you yourself becoming evil?
1: Oh, that's a very good question.
0: Yeah. Lex is like starting to have to do really shitty things and like gotta
1: get his hands dirty a little bit
0: to defeat and it's like it's that age-old question did you ever watch handmaid's tale
1: i've seen parts of it
0: it happens in that show it happens in breaking bad all this stuff where it's like i'm now starting to forget like why i'm rooting for this guy because he's technically doing a lot of bad things to defeat the bad
1: yeah well i mean not to say one of the most, or I should say, not to say one of the oldest cliches in the books, but all is fair in war.
0: Is it is it love and war? Yeah, oh. I, I'm. I uh, i up. Are you doing it on purpose? I removed the love part just oh. so we <laughs> so of are focused
1: in our conversation. Anyways, yes. No, it becomes one of those things. Once it becomes a war, then both sides get messy. Came on. It's like you get confused what is a retaliation versus what's revenge versus what's a retaliation on the retaliation. And then at a certain point, it's just like both sides are to blame.
0: Yep. And I think that's now what's ha- happening with Lex where it's like, dude, to take down your dad. You're just becoming your dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we got a little taste of what bad Lex is going to be.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I'm disappointed in and just jumping in and out of this. I'm not really seeing the slow turn for Lex. Right, like I'm You're not seeing, seeing him. A fast yeah, turn. I'm not seeing him break bad slowly. It's just mm, every like once that. in a while he'll pop in and I'll be like, Is he evil now? He seems to be kind of a dick.
0: That I actually like. As opposed to the Lana and Clark stuff, I actually like that because it's like a very slow transformation. The Lana and Clark stuff makes no sense on why that's moving at that speed. Right. I hate it. Um, last one is Clark. Update on Clark. He. He made a deal with Jor-El, his real dad. Jor-El was about to, like, kill a lot of people he loves. And so he's like, dude, son, you got to come to Krypton. Come back home. And if you do, I won't kill all your friends.
1: Now, this is one of the things that I had a couple questions about, but I'm willing to just totally just go Suspend with it. Your yeah, disbelief. I'm just willing to roll with it. Now, his dad seemingly is dead and was exploded on Krypton way, way back in the day, correct? correct now he's also this disembodied ghost that is controlling things and seemingly has thoughts and
0: that's what's unclear because his dad talks to Clark like through portals and like in the cave and stuff through like weird spirit portals and stuff so I'm not sure Uh, yeah so I'm willing to just roll with all that fucking who cares let's just do it just know somehow his dad who may or may not have a real body is communicating (laughs) with him and he's trying to get Clark to go home to Krypton. Don't know why, but he is. Disembodied dad. Cool. So now this is where we get into the first episode we're going to do on this podcast. Episode one, season four. It shows up three months later. So Lana, she's been in Paris for three months. Clark, he's been on Krypton for three months. Lex. He's in
1: Egypt. Yeah. he's Lex in has Egypt. been in Egypt, killing it on a Egyptian
0: archaeological dig, seemingly. That's the biggest plot storyline in season four is Lex and everyone are trying to find these three stones. Okay. These stones don't really know what they do, but just know everyone's looking for these three stones and they're about like some witch prophecy.
1: I'm fine with that. Whatever. By the way, if you are going to do an archeological dig in Egypt, it's critical to wear an all white linen suit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's the only way to do it.
0: I think that was also like a little nod to, isn't that Lex's whole thing in the future is that he's always wearing white suits, Lex Luthor? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think that, again, that's how they're starting to shift. I'm
1: going to Google Lex Luthor and see if he's wearing a white suit. Okay. Just see what comes up. Uh, Everybody loves this segment. It's called Live Lookup. Here we go.
0: Okay. Are you fine? You're scrolling, scrolling so you don't Google see. I'm Google, and I see zero evidence of a white suit. So just take my word for it. Okay, love it. Uh, you know what it is? Uh, I think Gene Hackman's always wearing white in Superman movie. All right, live lookup number two.
1: <laughs> I do hope you leave all of this in, please.
0: And he eventually becomes president of the United States, and he's wearing a white suit in the Oval Office.
1: Okay, scrolling through. Google image search for Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman, and there is no evidence of a white suit.
0: So I guess this is what happens when you have, you just make facts up. Yeah, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Take my word for it, kids. He wears white a lot. Um, Okay, three months later, that's what's happening with Lex. Everyone's looking for these fucking stones. But the biggest thing and the biggest reason why we did This episode, first episode of season four, is because of this clip. I have a blanket in the trunk. Don't move. I'll be right back. Wait. Who are you?
1: Lois. Lois Lane.
0: Hello, Lois. We got a new character alert. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it came at the right time. hmm <laughs> Because I was about to kill myself <laughs> with the 25-hour-long episodes of Will They, Won't They between just Lana and Clark. They need some more life in that
1: cast. Yeah. I was going to say she is perfect for injecting some life into this.
0: They need some form. We were talking about when we were watching it. They need some formidable opponents for these love triangles. Like, Who's gonna compete for Clark against Lana? Right now, it's only Chloe. No, no chance, no fucking chance. Now Lois comes in, and it's like, oh, yeah, we hey. got a We got a game now. Hey, you.
1: Lana versus Chloe would be like, I don't know, probably the 2019 Chiefs versus an XFL
0: team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It, no contest.
1: Lana. Lois. Yeah two double l names 2020 or, I mean, chiefs. we're talking
0: chiefs 49ers 2020 yeah let's do it so it's so good to have her in the cast some fun facts on her she was only brought in for four episodes four that's it and it was essentially like a quick arc yeah it was huh. essentially like we're gonna bring you in in season four and it's just gonna be like a little taste of like oh I get it like they brought Lois Lane in cause like yeah we all know he ends up with that's his love interest mm-hmm. so I guess ooh, they bring her in they kind of have this little banter back and forth then she leaves and we finish the show with Lana and everything and then he will meet Lois later in life after all of his high school years but what happened is is she came in set the fucking world on fire And then they were like, guess we're keeping Lois
1: Lane. Man, I love when you have these nuggets of the characters that that happens with, because I would love to know them all. It's so clear to me. It's an
0: underdog story for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can always tell, too, when they had someone who was clearly supposed to be big and then like they just didn't work. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, Sorry. That's the opposite of underdog. You suck. Yeah.
1: I mean, to, to bring my football metaphor back around, it's like a Kurt Warner situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, we got this guy, he, he's bagging groceries. I don't know when we drafted him, but all of a sudden he's winning Super Bowls for us. Yep. And by us, I mean the Rams.
0: On turf. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And I, yeah, Lois Lane, just throwing TDs yeah. in the fucking Canadian Football League or exactly. whatever. Came in, stopped bagging groceries. Now she's just fucking mixing it up. And another thing was to me when I was watching it, it was so clear when she was supposed to leave because episode four ended in season four and it was like, Oh, they tied her story up. Like it's very obvious it's tied up. She left. Like she had this whole story of like, yeah, I'm going back to college. Like I'm, she's a year older than all the kids. I'm going back to college. And, uh, i see you around Smallville. And then like punches Clark. Cause they have this, like we'll get into their relationship. And then she leaves. And then she's not there for two episodes before she comes back. So what I think happened is they had her contract set for four episodes. And then they already started filming the next two after she left, started airing her episodes on the CW. And then like, we're getting all this like fan mail and feedback, how great she was. And then they were like, Oh, we got to bring her back. So she comes back in like episode seven and doesn't leave after that.
1: Love it. Yeah. (laughs) What was the conceit? Was it like, oh, you know, college just wasn't doing it for me. So I'm going to do another senior in high school.
0: It was hilarious. They said, oh, turns out uh, my credits got fucked up in college. And they actually said, I didn't technically graduate high school. I'm five (laughs) credits short. So I got to go back to high school and take like another semester senior year at Smallville High so I can get back to college. That's unreal. (laughs) So they
1: actually wrote in like a recurring bad dream that I actually have in real life where I don't
0: have enough credits. Whoa, (laughs) Pat. Whoa, you gotta go back to high school and write a couple term papers.
1: Oh, okay. Hopefully, I wake up soon because this is a nightmare.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Last fun fact on Lois they made her hair strategically lighter. I mean, Lois Lane famously is a brunette. Right. They made her hair a little lighter, like blonde highlights a little bit, because they wanted to differentiate her from Lana Lang. They didn't want, they didn't want like two people that looked very very similar yeah they're kind of on
1: the same corner a little bit so I get it
0: yep so anyways Lois is here Clark he comes back to earth so
1: we find him in the beginning of this episode and once again this is season 4 episode 1 if you're following along at home he wakes up in a cornfield surrounded by flames
0: Mm mm-hmm naked
1: naked naked as the day he was born Mm mm-hmm Lois Lane pulls up on him in the cornfield and she thinks he gets struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. And uh, she rolls up on him and he's totally nude and has no idea who he is or where he is or what's going on. And so she just thinks this is all symptoms from a lightning strike. Yep. She drops him off at the hi- the hospital. He has like amnesia. She doesn't know what to do yeah. with him.
0: And, and Lois is in town because... She's Chloe's cousin. She's it, investigating why. She's just trying to get to the bottom of why Chloe disappeared and what's going on with that. Yeah. That's what happened to Chloe is when she was going to that safe house because she was about to testify against Lex's dad. Somehow there was a mysterious gas explosion in the safe house. We all think, obviously, Lionel did it to shut up the witness. Right. And. It seems like there's some some dirty pool happening. Yeah. Some foul play. And so Lois is there trying to figure out what the fuck happened to her cousin.
1: Um, What I was going to say earlier while I was rolling through those plot lines, when Lois drops Clark off at the hospital, it becomes one of those things in life where in her mind, she's just doing this huge favor for this guy who got struck by lightning, dropping him off at the hospital. Mm -hmm. And then all the people at the hospital are like, whoa, 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 you can't just leave him here. Like, like, Mm -hmm. who are you? Like, who's this guy? What's his paperwork? Like, you need to stay here and sign for him. And then it's like, Have you ever had that happen to you where in your mind you're like, all right, I'm going to do a favor. I'm a nice guy. I'm going to do a little favor for someone. And then all of a sudden it starts spiraling out of control.
0: Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like
1: I thought this was just like a one thing. No, this is just snowballing and now I don't want to be involved in this favor anymore.
0: So I, I'm not a favor guy. So it's happened to me sparingly, but it has happened where while I'm also not a favor guy, I do have OCD. Mm-hmm. So in those rare moments when I have done a favor and it that does happen, uh-huh. yes, I've had that happen because once I'm balls deep in something, I've no choice. You want to through. see it through.. Yeah. So yes, it has happened to me before, even though I'm not much of a favor guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like somebody like occasionally you'll get like a wrong number or something. Like there's this lady who would always call me at least once a month because she had the wrong number for spectrum the cable company oh yeah and she would always call me and she'd be like hey is this spectrum and i'd be like
0: hey judy (laughs) wait why is she calling her cable company once a month
1: i don't know she was like an old lady and she would always have questions about her cable bill (laughs) god so it just it's just one of those things where it's be like all right i could easily just hang up on this person because i have there's nothing i could do yeah. But like in the moment I was just like I'm just going to google Spectrum's number. Yeah, I think you have the wrong number but like here's Spectrum's number so like if you want to write this down and call them and then it's like next thing you know she's like giving me shit because <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have the answer to her question. I'm like listen I- I'm trying to help you out. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But let's get through this together.
0: Yeah, I don't And it
1: felt good a little bit but then at the same time you're like that took 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, I immediately regret my decision of helping you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do remember, though, you d- you've you done me a bunch of favors in
1: life, but one of your things is you would hate if I started it with, hey, can you do a favor for uh, me? Yeah, I fucking <laughs> can't stand
0: that. Just ask me what you want. Just get right to what the fuck you want. And then... I feel like... I gotta really, say, dude. Well, he's gotta,
1: like... L- you know, lube up the moment a little. Bit. No, like, just hey, man, don't. hey, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a solid here? And then ask the question. If no. I just ask you the question, then it's like,
0: <sighs> no, just get to it because it's going to stink. Like I said, I'm not a favor guy. It's going to suck. So just get to it. Like, just pull the band aid off. Get right to it. It's the same thing when you get broken up with. I don't need the, hey, can we talk? You're great. Uh, let me give you 10 lines about how it's not you, it's me. Just <laughs> fucking get to it. Don't say, don't text me and say, hey, can we talk? Just fucking bullet me. yeah, Bullet so, the fuck out of me with the favor request. One
1: thing I know about you is that you will always do the favor, but yes. when it is asked, you're going to get a very long exhalation on yes. the phone.
0: I'm always, always pissed about it, uh-huh. but I always fucking do it begrudgingly, Yeah, which I feel like it speaks to my really strong character mm-hmm. and my high propensity for being a douche. Yeah. At simultaneously so that a
1: constant battle
0: yes um okay so getting back to smallville clark has no memory lois is trying to find out who killed her cousin now let's get to lana in paris lana met a guy
1: she did i never got this guy's name by the way
0: before we get to his name and i answer that question okay let's first give the m C-I-T-W. Yes. To Lana Lang. That is. The Marissa Cooper is the worst of the week. And it, this week and all weeks, is brought to you by our fine sponsors from Wicklow Wear. W-I-C-K-L-O-W Wear. Be free and explore. Get all your outdoor gear at Wickloware.com. Type in the promo code VL. Check out. Get 10% off of your order. $30 on the baseball tees. $20 on the tanks. $40 on the hooded sweatshirts. It goes to you, Lana. And the biggest reason why... is because there is nothing worse in my mind than the person that needs to go do something stupid as fuck to quote-unquote find themselves. Mm -hmm. That to me just says you're not comfortable in your own skin. You have low self-esteem. You're searching for answers somewhere you are never going to find them. Take Christopher Reeve's advice. Yes. Look within. Yes. You fucking find the answers within. What? What? In what world do you just go, hey, I'm super miserable inside. I'm depressed and I'm miserable. But you know what? If I get on a plane and travel for eight hours across seas Mm -hmm. and I just land in a country that speaks a different language than we speak here. Yeah. Guess who figures themselves out and becomes undepressed inside their own body? No one, Lana. Fucking no one, you dumbass. So, my biggest pet peeve are people that have to go find themselves in ridiculous ways. Right. Because it's like, that's not how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Two, people that are always trying to convince you how strong and independent they are. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If you're strong and independent, guess who's never trying to project onto everyone else how strong and independent they are? They are just out being strong and independent, you know? So I just hate this type of thing that Lana's is doing. And that's why she's getting the MCITW.
1: That's fair enough. All right. Name these movies in order by how much you like them. Okay. Eat, Pray, Love. Julia Roberts.
0: Would rather kill myself than ever see it. Into the
1: Wild. Seen it. Stella got her groove back.
0: <laughs> so obviously Eat, Pray, Love and still got a groove back are two and three in some order but I haven't seen either of them to rank them but Into the Wild's first I think <laughs> I think all all three of those movies just immediately popped into my head
1: with that exact situation where a person just like you know what this life isn't doing it for me I just need to get the fuck out
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was I was kind of glad at the end of Into the Wild when he that- eats
1: berries and poisons himself to yeah, death. yeah. that's what happens when you find
0: yourself yeah, you eat consider po- yourself found. You go to Alaska, you eat poison berries, and you just never end up hooking up with Kristen Stewart, and you die. It's rough. That's what happens. So yeah, Lana, get fucked. Be free and explore. Brought to you by What Go Where. To answer your question, her boyfriend in Paris is named Jason.
1: Okay, I probably could have just guessed that with like four guesses,
0: but mm. yeah, I think he's
1: he feels like a Jason.
0: Jason, Trevor, Chad, Mike, I think those have to be the four guesses. Is there mm-hmm. any other option for I don't think I would have guessed
1: anything else but those names. And then, obviously, Jason
0: probably would have been my Steve, first guess. I feel like Steve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No? Steve feels like an alternative choice. Like, it's possible. It's never going to be like a Dennis. No. Or a Doug. Mm -mm. no bobbies no bobbies (laughs) so fun fact on him and i was sitting on this i said when we were watching this i have an explosive fun fact about jason yeah i've been waiting for this that is the original clark casting
1: interesting
0: yeah yep he was picked by like the writers and the director of the show they I believe auditioned over 500 actors for Superman, and he was the guy who won. They took him to the studio. It was like the final, because the studio always wants like the, okay, we, we don't want to go, you know, be involved in the day-to-day of sitting in 500 auditions, but bring us bring us your top two or three choices, and we'll give you our opinion. And they, writers, they picked this guy, and they were like, We're just bringing him. But then someone told him, they're like, you can't do that, dude. The studios, they want to see two. You have to bring two. Just bring your second choice with it. Odds are they're going to like the guy you picked, but just it makes them feel like they're involved and they're making a decision. And they brought Tom Welling with Jason, and the studio made the call to go with Tom Welling. Probably purely based on looks. Height, height, looks, broad shoulderedness, dick size. I would imagine they had them all drop their pants and show their dicks. And that's how the studio ultimately makes the decisions. I mean, that just, is how
1: Hollywood works. Yeah.
0: So. Last thing on height, dude, I have been watching this show with a fine tooth comb. And you know, I'm always like, You're a height guy. Height guy watching heights like a fucking hawk. I'm convinced there's no way. Tom Welling is 6'3. I'm saying you think he, he's taller? Yes. Yes. What's he listed? 6'3. Soak and wet? Soak and wet. But I'm telling you, he is 6'6. Anyone that comes in, like fucking Luke from the OCI sent you a picture. He was in an episode. He's listed online at 6'1. Tom Welling is at least five inches taller than him. <laughs> so I'm like, okay someone's lying either tom welling is six six or luke from the oc is five (laughs) eight
1: something didn't check out but then i was
0: doing math of i know marissa cooper's five nine and luke was always taller than her so i'm like maybe it's a couple inches off tom welling is like six four six five and luke is like five ten instead of six one
1: do you think it's like a kg thing where he wanted himself listed like shorter
0: maybe yeah maybe interesting so anyways, dude, yeah, that's the fun that's fact. That's a nice that.
1: fact. And so he he didn't have like sour grapes about not being cast as Superman. He's just like, yeah, whatever, season four, I'll play this like three or four episode arc as Lana's boyfriend. who He's in the whole season. Oh, he is?
0: Yeah, he's, he's involved in all of season four. And he gets very – there's all these stories about him with those stones that we were talking about because they get him and his mom apparently – Him meeting Lana in Paris was not a coincidence.
1: Interesting. Is he evil? Yes. Cool. And
0: his mom is played by none other than the mom from Wedding Crashers, Jane Seymour. (laughs) Nice. Who makes Owen Wilson motorboater boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they're both evil. They're doing shit with the stunts. Cool. You saw Clark fly for the first time. That was exciting. I know you've been waiting on that. Dude,
1: I uh, I mentioned it either last episode or the episode before this, but when I was watching this as a kid, the whole time, I just wanted him to be Superman. Mm-hmm. And this episode I loved because we saw him, A, fly for the first time, B, fly and catch up to a plane and go in it and do like Superman-style stuff.
0: Let's play a quick clip of uh, when he's approaching that plane
1: check
0: this out what is it a bird a plane i just like i love when they do those meta yeah like meta things. and i i just
1: i also love those moments where the super like whatever superhero it is is still a young kid grasping their powers and then all of a sudden they get to a new plateau and just like oh. um, spider-man did it really well mm. where yeah. all of a sudden he's just like what
0: I can jump from building to building. Yeah, this is crazy. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when they get.
1: Think Neo in the Matrix when he's stopping the bullets. That's one of the coolest scenes in movies.
0: Yeah, because everyone can relate to that. Because
1: you're like, oh my god, that would be so
0: sweet. Everyone can be like, empathize and be like, holy shit, that's what I would do. Like if I just got these dodging bullet powers. Yeah. I'd have that same face. Like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Um, I think right before I wrote the line down, right
1: before, uh, he starts flying at this point, he's still the kind of brainwashed, uh, Clark that he's still in the mode from Krypton, Krypton, he Kal-El. seemingly doesn't remember anything he has amnesia. He's almost like red Superman again. Um, yeah. and he just goes, it's time to fulfill my destiny. Shoves. You his get the mom. classic. Fist in the air, and he just flies straight up into the sky. Yeah, shoves his mom pretty hard. <laughs> um, poor Mrs. Kent. She takes about four or five hits in the episodes we were watching. Like, hard shots. Yeah. Like, getting pushed by Superman, flying four or five feet on the ground. She's also in a building that gets a meteor crashed on top of it. Yeah. Survives with a couple cuts on her face. Concussion. Yeah, concussion.
0: Concussion stuff.
1: But I, I pointed out to you during this. Because it happened at least six times in the two episodes we watched tonight. A lot of people flying across rooms, hitting a very solid object, and then falling to the ground.
0: And just having a concussion. Yeah. Not being dead or breaking every bone in their body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minor scratches and they're concussed. Put them put him in the blue tent, dude. Get them in the blue tent. Um, so this episode ends. Clark, he rids himself of kal How he does it? Doesn't really just know. He gets his hands on some black kryptonite. Yeah,
1: let's just do this. Like, w- let's just call it Superman magic. Yeah, to get around all that stuff, so yeah. we don't have to like you know explain a bunch of exposition. Like, all right, she's got the black kryptonite, and the yeah. thing he's in the cave. Superman, it's Superman magic.
0: Superman magic happens. Clark, he rids himself of Kal El. All of his memories come back. We're good to go. Fine. Let's do it. I do though. Just want to end with a little clip from this episode it's clark and lois banter and i just want to show this to explain their relationship lois and clark here it is i get the feeling you like to do things yourself
1: my dad raised me to be independent and self-sufficient
0: that'd be one way to describe you
1: you know the only thing i like about you at the moment is your mom you can't possibly be as weird as i think you are with a mom that cool
0: Look, why don't you let me help you find out who did this to Chloe? Come on, you can stay at our house while you're in town. It beats living out of your car.
1: Thanks. But you should know I don't pay attention to curfews and I never make my bed. I'll give you some time alone.
0: Their relationship, and why I love it so much, is it's a polar opposite of... Lana and Clark's relationship, complete polar opposites. I mean, they have like a jab each other back and forth, ribbon on each other a little bit. Like she punches him all the time. She calls him Smallville. She never calls him Clark. She like degrades him and calls him Smallville. A nice light banter. Yeah. And it's like, you know how we were talking about how much better the Lex and Clark feud is going to be? at the end when it's like oh they hate each other because they actually used to be best friends Mm -hmm. how much better is the Lois and Clark relationship going to be when you started out hating each other yeah it's awesome on the flip side I mean I gotta say nothing pisses me off more than love at first sight Mm -hmm. so love at first hate is what gets me jacked to the tits I'm jacked to the tits I'm jacked to the tits so it's just amazing, dude. I-, I love that. I love starting off as enemies and ending in love. It's the best. It's yeah. like fucking Seth and Summer. I was going to bring it's- in
1: that metaphor because Clark and Lois Lane relationship is like this Seth and Summer antagonistic flirt that you just love and you can't get enough of. Yeah, watching. he's got a winner over. And then every once in a while they have these like saccharine sweet moments that you've earned because it's just... You've been having such a good time yeah, watching the yeah. flirt and it's like, Oh, that makes sense. And they're like showing each other's soft side. And I love it. Yeah. With Lana and Clark, it's like Ryan and Marissa. Yeah. Where everything is so weighty and it's just like, Oh my God. The end of the world. We're just like staring in each other's eyes and everything is so heavy and dramatic. It's just like, Yeah. It's right, yeah. cool for a little bit, but like, are you gonna be forever in love and ride off in the sunset? And then we don't care anymore. Or are you going to break up every episode <laughs>
0: It's just, I think that's a perfect way to put it, though. It's weighty, and you don't feel like, to your point, that you've earned it. I like that way of phrasing it. You, We're not earning anything with fucking Lana and Clark. Yeah,
1: it's just like two hot people that are live near each other. Like, yeah, they're going to get together.
0: Makes sense. In which case, it's like, okay, where are the fucking pee-pee touches? Because if you're just two hot people who happen to be location bound to each other what's up with the i'm gonna sneak over into your bedroom and pee touch
1: yeah it would just be them like in reality it would just be them spooning in the barn in clark's sweet loft yeah naked because there's it's just like yeah we both love each other super hard so
0: yeah it annoys me dude I, i'm 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 not done with lana I'm not done with her Not counting her out fully? I still think she is... It's probably
1: because of the eyes and the bone structure.
0: Yeah. She's obviously still a smoke, a show. So, like, I'm not totally out on her. I'm just... I'm done with the watching 50-plus episodes of Will They, Won't They Get Together. Fuck or move on. Shit or get off the pot. Tongue kiss or fucking don't Don't, tongue tongue kiss. kiss. (laughs) Like, just... Make well put. a fucking decision. Now, what we're doing on this pod is now we go through all of season four. I'm only going to give you the highlights of season four. And while we're talking about the Clark, Lois, and Lana triangle, I put this clip on the Instagram. I'm going to now put it on the pod. A little flirt, courtesy of Avril Lavigne, between Lois... And Clark. Try
1: to target. Right. Come on, Lois.
0: didn't those guys on the base teach you anything? Wouldn't you like to know?
1: <laughs> Doesn't matter, because you are going down.
0: That'll be the day. <laughs> I love this shit. Yeah,
1: this is a great moment.
0: Oh, what's funny, and go to our Instagram if you want to see this—the visual of this clip. What's funny about this is, I showed this to my wife. She saw it, had no idea what the fuck I was so jacked up about. And once again, see the subtleties. She didn't see it, dude. I mean, fire Avril Lavigne song. Check. Check Lois getting in the mix. Check. Chloe with a going to give a high five. It's not reciprocated. Awesome fail because she led a sex cult. Check. Check. Chloe finishing second per usual. Check. Check. And the fucking first time that I feel like we've seen since One Tree Hill, that fucking look. Is it on? It fails it. It might be on. Uh, Wait. What was that? Is it Oh is that on right now? What's that look by Lois? Hold on, rewind that. What's that look by Lois and rewind Clark? Rewind that. Do these two teens have a crush on each other? Is it
1: mutual? it feels is it. it? Mutual?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, on it's right now. fucking mutual, kids. Check. So these honestly dude, these scenes for me, they keep the lifeblood pumping into this very podcast studio. Mm-hmm. It's these scenes. Yeah. I mean, these keep me going. That one scene will carry me over for at least two more months. Mm -hmm. It just, it pumps the fucking love into this podcast. So love it. I've got three other plot lines that you need to be aware of for all of season four. Before we get into the next episode on this very podcast, which is episode one of season five. Are you ready for those big plots? Please lay them out for me. One, Chloe knows. Mm-hmm. Chloe found out about Clark's secret. Besides Clark's parents, no one else knows. Besides uh, Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. He died in the show and in real life. He actually did. R.I.P. R.I.P. And uh, Pete Ross, who they just made leave the show. So the only people in Smallville that know are Clark's parents. And now Chloe finds out. But Chloe's taken approach of, I'm not going to tell Clark I know power move. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because you know what? If he doesn't trust me enough to tell me that speaks bigger volumes. Nice. Nice move. Chloe, you still suck. All this stuff with the three stones, dude, it's Superman, Superman magic. magic. All this shit happens. Lana's very involved with it. Lex is very involved with it. Essentially, at the end of the day, Clark gets the three stones. He puts them together to destroy him. He does. That stone then ends up forming his fortress of solitude.
1: Which was an awesome scene.
0: Yeah. Ice fortress. Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up. Apparently, that's big in the Superman world. It's like his headquarters.
1: Yeah, it's like a crystalline structure Yeah, that he just chills out in. And apparently, he can talk to his dad there.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's like a portal thoughts. It's like a portal to his dad somewhere like in the North Pole ice structure. Anyways, the all the stuff with the three stones that everyone was trying to find just formed that
1: fortress of solitude. Yeah.
0: And then the last thing was just um oh, honestly yeah, I, I we already talked about it, so I won't belabor it. It was about uh, Lois and Clark developing this awesome love-hate dynamic. Um, and, and then just they have better chemistry. We've already talked yeah. about it, but they just have much better chemistry than Lana and Clark. But season four ends, and Lana and Clark do get together. They have said, I love you to each other, because at the end of season four, we got a second meteor shower. Yeah. That was a cool looking scene. Yeah. Yeah. You saw you saw post meteor shower. Lana was like in a helicopter in the meteor shower, it was like dodging meteors in the helicopter, Love then it. got smoked by one. Dude, you combined a helicopter and meteors falling down, I'm in. Nothing is
1: more cinematic than that.
0: And we got some Kryptonians that came down in a spaceship in those meteors. Yeah,
1: we officially have more aliens in the mix. They all come down dressed kind of like Zena Warrior Princess.
0: Oh yeah, you remember that show? Oh yeah, Lucy Lawless. That and Hercules, dude. Ryan's dad. I love those shows. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, anyways, yeah, they basically have the exact same powers as Superman. What
0: are your thoughts on Zena? Hot? Yeah. 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 She's so powerful. She's big, but like in a sexy way. Mm -hmm. Like she'll fuck you up with her ring. Yeah, in her sword. Yeah. Didn't she ride horses a lot? Probably. Yep. Yeah. And had sweet gear. Yeah, like wonder what she's up to. Let's just see. What if she's acted since Xena? Live podcast look up God dude, she had these fucking smoking hot blue eyes. Lucy Lawless, yeah, you're right. That is her name. What? Said she was in Spider Man and Eurotrip. Damn, dude. She's still acting.
1: Yeah.
0: I know you're not a big bangs guy. She looks good. But you
1: got to admit she's crushing the bangs.
0: Yeah, she looks good. God, she's fucking so attractive.
1: Anyways, we digress. Anyways. So, apparently, I don't know why they're there. Because I've always thought that Krypton exploded. But these people seem to now be on Earth. They flew there in a spaceship. And... They're trying to find Clark. They're obviously calling him Kal-El because that's his uh, outer space name. And um, they're bad guys, clearly. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So they're evil. Yeah, we'll get back to them in a sec because Lana uh, lures... Yeah, Lana helps save the day against them. Um, Yeah, they come in, and as all that shit's going on, Chloe is with Clark, and she's in some trouble because she, like she was attached to him when they went like portal hopping Mm -hmm. and with the stones and like they ended up on like in the North Pole like we were saying because those stones created his fortress of solitude she was like with him and she's in some trouble as they're in the North Pole and then there's this clip of her talking to Clark keep in mind before the clip up until this point she's never told Clark that she knows his shit right (laughs) I think it's time you switch into Super Clark mode now. Super Clark.
1: I know you run faster than a speeding bullet, Clark. Take me along for the ride.
0: I think that's the right move. It's like, Chloe, I know you want to play a game of yeah. like...
1: There's certain times where it's just like, you got to put all the chips on the table. It's like, yeah. listen, I'm cold. You need to get me out of this jam. Yeah. Like, come on, just run fast.
0: Honestly, I she held that secret for a full year. We all know I hate Chloe. She sucks ass. She started a sex trafficking sex cult. Mm-hmm. They were racketeering all the all over the place. But I got to say, this was a win episode for Chloe. I kind of like that she told, because it's like, kudos to you. You lasted a whole year. I would have never been able to hold on to that secret for a year. Yeah, she had a good game. Good game. Good game. Now, she still lost the overall war in this game? Right. Well, that's because of the sex trafficking cult. Yeah. But this game slash battle, she has won. And Mm -hmm. I do like her for that. There's a reason she... Lasted for the entire series. She's grown on me a little bit. I really hated her at first, but she's kind of like gotten into her lane, which is I have a crush on Clark. I also know his secret. I know he's never going to like me back, but like our friendship is more important than like me ruining that over having a crush on him. So I'm just going to suppress it. I kind of, it's like a mature move by her. It's like his friendship means more to me than. Uh, fucking it up because he doesn't like me. Right, right, right. Which I like. Lana, to zag, survives the helicopter crash. She does. Don't know she, how.
1: <laughs> she makes it out of there. She sees the aliens, the other Kryptonians, dressed like Xena and their spaceship land, and she sees like that whole mess go down, and she somehow escapes it, and she's just like wandering through the wilderness, stumbles across the road, who almost hits her with his car? Lex. Lex Luthor. And I just want to say, he needs to watch the road. Yeah. I've watched, at this point, five episodes of Smallville. hmm Maybe 6 Mm-hmm. He has definitely hit Clark with his sports car. Yeah. And he's almost hit two other people. hmm In six episodes.
0: Yeah. So. He has dodged vehicular manslaughter like a pro. Yeah. Like, if you're lost
1: and you need to get home... Just start wandering in the road in Smallville, and eventually Lex will come almost hit you,
0: yeah, he won't hit you, but he will come close, and then you will get a ride home, so yeah, it's cheaper it's like, than Uber it's
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: um my thoughts on the helicopter crash, separate from the Lex piece of it, are like, dude, all this Kobe Bryant helicopter crash stuff is very fresh, mm-hmm. and I went on a like Reddit deep dive on helicopters and helicopter crashes and stuff, okay. I listened to the full recording. Like I probably, the Kobe Bryant thing fucked me up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I went deep for like one night. I just stayed up. I think it was that night. I stayed up till like 2 a.m. Just like researching the full audio from the crash. Like all these Reddit forums where helicopter pilots were coming on and like explaining what probably happened. What, you know, was likely. Here's what I gathered. Lana coming down in that helicopter from about, 15,000 feet. She is not surviving that.
1: A little Hollywood magic, you think?
0: Yeah. The pilot, his body was destroyed like a body would be coming down in a helicopter from that altitude. Also, the second piece of it, which I found out in the Kobe Bryant thing, helicopters are like drenched in magnesium. And so if the fall doesn't kill you, which it will... Mm. But say in the 0. .0001% chance that, like, the crash of the helicopter doesn't shred your body, the subsequent fire will. Like, Yikes. it took firefighters a long-ass time to put out the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash because magnesium doesn't go out with water. That, combining with oxygen and water, it just, like, makes it on steroids, the fire. So, like, point is this. Lana should not have survived with just a bum leg.
1: Yeah, well, she's in Smallville, so the biggest injury you get is a broken leg and a concussion.
0: And some some face scratches.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like some face scratches that are just so placed that she still looks really good.
0: Yeah, she did.
1: She had the exact same facial scratches that Clark's mom had after having her house destroyed by a meteor. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Just a couple of cuts. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. That's fine, though.
0: Whatever. I accepted it's Hollywood magic, but what I won't accept is how disgusted I was by Lana's bum leg. <laughs> One of the craziest, I don't know much about helicopters at all other
1: than just hearing um, like a little bit about it. One of the craziest things to me is that in order to have like a certain level of your pilot's license to be a helicopter pilot, you have to be able to turn the rotors off like as if something happened with the engine and still be able to land.
0: Mm, There's like some way
1: where you can like shift the, uh, the helicopter. So like air gets caught up in the rotors and they start spinning and you can just kind of have like a soft landing, which to me is the most terrifying thing in the world.
0: I know, but that makes me feel a lot better about being in a helicopter ride. No, I don't know if I'd get in one. No, but I'm just saying like, I'm starting to get a little queasy on like airplanes and stuff. And so knowing that they put them through that training makes me feel better about like, okay, if like, shit happens the most qualified people are in control yeah so i feel good about that
1: planes of planes is like there's a chance because you could still potentially glide down in my mind if a helicopter something goes wrong with the rotors you're just plummeting in a metal box
0: oh for sure i think sketches me out obviously your chances of survival in both a helicopter crash and a plane crash are very small but when you're analyzing the percentages i feel like it's slightly higher in a plane crash. Because you have like the Sully stuff where you can glide easier, I feel like, onto water or whatever versus a helicopter. Yeah, you're just a rock falling. There's no wings to guide you through air, you know? It's just free fall.
1: Might just stay on the ground.
0: (laughs) Yeah, either way we should. Okay, moving on. Storylines, moving on. I liked when, so Lana takes the Kryptonians and she gets them. To like Lex's house because he's got yeah, kryptonite. Because they
1: show up at the hospital, yeah, like killing people, mm-hmm. and they're looking for Kal El still, A.K. Clark. And she knows that there's kryptonite, and I don't know how they at know. Lex's. Yeah, I don't know how they know that it um, kills them.
0: Lex's dad told oh, her. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow he knows. But anyways, Lana steps into hero mode, and she's like, "I'm gonna lure these guys away from the hospital, all these civilians." to Lex Luthor's house and try and kill him with this kryptonite.
0: Yes. She gets him there and then it was like she did 80% awesome planning and then just didn't plan the final 20%. She botched it a little bit. (laughs) She botched it once she got him into the the room with the kryptonite yeah it was like
1: basically there's a a, like a cupboard full of kryptonite and she just kind of was like oh yeah it's over there
0: like it's over
1: there in the in the cupboard and they like walk in and immediately like oh fuck and they like fall to their knees because there's kryptonite in there and then they just take one step out of the cupboard close
0: the door and then yeah start beating lana up yeah it's like lana what the fuck like the most critical portion of your plan here is how you're going to trap them yeah. in the room with kryptonite yeah. not just get them exposed to it she took a half
1: measure got burned for it
0: but then clark shows up and he says this shit i heard you looking for me i'm kello at last Don't fuck with my bitch. You fuck with me, don't fuck with my bitch. In those exact words. Yep. Um, And once again, like I said, a bunch
1: of people get tossed against walls in the show. Yeah. Um, One of the Kryptonians ragdolls Lana against a wall and she gets knocked out. And then there's like a fight happening between the Kryptonians and Superman. And this is like a classic superhero scene where the guy with a secret identity is trying to save someone, sometimes a damsel in distress type person, like Lana. They get knocked out, and then all the action happens. So mm-hmm. that one they come to, it's like, whoa, what happened? It's like, nothing. Nothing. We're fine now. Yeah, She didn't see any of the superhero stuff, so his identity still safe.
0: Yeah, and what happens is the two Kryptonians, they get Clark into a shitty bind, and he's like about to perish. Mm-hmm. And they
1: throw open a portal.
0: It's about to be portal time. It's about to be portal time. Clark's about to be fucking taken into the portal. And then you were making a comment of they did that thing when they're shooting a three.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, so they open the portal, they push him in. It's sucking him in. He grabs onto like a piece of the house or something. And it's like trying to suck him in and his like fingertips are slipping off of this piece of rebar. He's getting sucked in the portal He's got one fingertip left on the thing that he's holding on to. And then the two (laughs) Kryptonians are basically... They look at each other and like... He's gone. He's gone. They both completely turn around. And I made the uh, comment that is like, when you shoot the three and you turn around.
0: Swaggy P style.
1: Yeah, and you just fucking... uh, It's good. Oh, fucking good. In this particular (laughs) scenario, uh, it was a brick. (laughs) Yeah. And Clark just... Gets up and just pushes them both through the portal.
0: Yeah, he gets up, grabs them both, and just throws them in there. And and yeah, I had the same thought of like, same thing with Lana. It's like, like a just lot of see, half measures yeah, being just taken see at the it end, this climactic scene. You have come 90% of the way. Just see the final 10%. You flew
1: all the way from Krypton <laughs> yeah. to, to kill Superman. And at this point, it's like, yeah, just take
0: the extra step. Yeah, it's, it's wild, dude. Lessons learned. Lessons learned, uh, Kryptonians—they fuck off. That storyline ends, but the big one that we're gonna have to see as it plays out on the subsequent podcasts is Clark lost his powers. He starts bleeding. Starts bleeding, dude. I see a little Clark blood. He fucking bleeds, and that's the first time we've seen Superman bleed, and it's like, oh fuck, shit, something happened when it was portal time that made him human. And so what happens is the end of this, Clark goes to the hospital to see Lana. He no longer has powers. This awesome song starts playing. Some fragile My God what have we done to you? And I say cautiously that maybe Lana and Clark are about to get together in season five for the first time. Maybe they <laughs> maybe. might be boyfriend girlfriend, who knows? Maybe cause this sweet song is playing. They're in the hospital. They are saying sweet nothings into each other's ears. Lana, before the meteor shower, you came by the barn. You said some things. Three words sort of stood out. Every word. And so it's like, holy shit. Both these people are now fucking tossing the L word around to each other before they even touched each other's privates. But now they're just fully saying, I love you. And maybe it's because Clark no longer has to like keep secrets from her because he doesn't have powers. Mm -hmm. So him and Lana, it's like a weight has been lifted off his shoulders where he's like, I never wanted to be in this relationship because I knew I could never be in a relationship where I have to keep secrets from my significant other. And now that my powers are gone, it's on fucking on right now. Oh boy. We'll see. We'll see. My guess is on the very next episode I watch, they will have already broken back up and he will have his powers again. (laughs) Yes. By the way, I, I do always hate this
1: in shows where a superhero has powers and they somehow lose them. And they're stoked on it. Yeah. They're like, oh, so f- finally my powers are gone. Because I'm like, what? That would yeah. suck. Yeah. In real life, losing your powers would suck.
0: You know what I think it is? It's like analogous to being a celebrity. And we we've seen it with when you reach that celebrity status of like a Brad Pitt or mm-hmm. Will Smith. And you can't even live a normal life. It's. I like this. I like where you're going. Yeah. I once had an inside track onto Will Smith's mindset.
1: <laughs>
0: this just popped into my head when I was in Barcelona. Remember, I told that story about being in Barcelona. Fucking met Maggie Gyllenhaal. She Hall. wouldn't take a picture of yeah. you. Oh yeah. The guy who was showing us around said that he also showed Will Smith around when he was here in Barcelona, and he's like, he asked Will Smith when he was hanging out with him. He's like. What's the number one thing that sucks about being a celebrity or like you wish that you could do that you can't because everyone knows you're Will Smith. You can do whatever the fuck you want. That's a great question to ask. Will yeah. Smith, yeah. Way. I know. Kudos I like, to this guy. damn, Barcelona guy. Nice. Way to not whiff on your one chance at a sweet question. Cause I would have just asked like mm, fucking, what was it like saving the world in Independence Day? Is Jeff Goldblum cool? <laughs> yeah um and will smith was like he was like will smith he paused for a second this guy's also a fucking great storyteller <laughs> it's like he took a pause took a breath looked across the street he saw a guy who was like jogging stopped at a stop sign just stopped his jog waiting for the light to turn and then he looked back at me and he goes you see that guy over there it's like yeah I will never know what it's like to be that guy and be like, I just want to go for a jog or I just want to take my family out to dinner or I just want to do the. I will never know that freedom of being able to do that ever again. That's the worst part about being me. Damn. It's like, fuck. Makes sense. Fuck. Makes sense. So that's what I think Clark is going through where he's like, I just want to be able to go jogging on the streets of Barcelona without anyone giving me shit. (laughs) All right, dude, MVP time.
1: I got to give it to Lois Lane.
0: Fucking. You have any arguments there? No, no. Cause honestly, I was thinking as we were watching this podcast, I was like, if he gives it to anyone but Lois, I'm gonna rip his dick off.
1: Yeah, my dick's safe. Yeah, safe dick. Um, uh, she came in and infused a ton of energy into this show. She's got a super charismatic personality. Her flirt with Clark is awesome. Even though, like we said, Clark and Lana end up together at the end of this episode. I, I'm. It's the weird. weird. A, a big triangle's brewing. Oh, so let's it, say this. Oh my
0: god, an equilateral triangle is brewing. Oh my god, dude! Such a good point. Like. I'm now excited going into season five because I'm like, okay, if Clark and Lana are together and Lois is now in the mix, yeah. fucking heat up that... Equilateral triangle. Yeah. Heat it the fuck Let's up. get it going. Yeah. Because I'm sick of Chloe's bullshit inside of the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple more notes on her that I
1: loved. Um, she's unreal at karate. Oh, yeah. She beats ass. Yeah. Like there's a scene where... She's a freshman in college, right? Yeah. Her and Clark are going to check out the safe house to see if they can find some clues about Chloe. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, a helicopter with like four or five special ops guys swoops down on them. She single-handedly beats the crap out of one of these guys with ninja moves. Mm-hmm. And that was cool.
0: Yeah. That, so her backstory. She might, yeah. She
1: might have some cool backstory that actually you might know more about it than I Her do.
0: backstory is like they made her, she's the daughter of a four-star general who like was leading those helicopters or whatever so anyways that's just how she has like sweet ninja skills
1: cool i'm in yeah i'm super in yeah um she is also addicted to stimulants Uh uh-huh she loves
0: coffee yep recently quit smoking is now addicted to nicorette gum which is a nod to the superman movies in the 70s because lois lane was addicted to like cigarettes and i think Fucking Christopher Reeve was always trying to get her to stop smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Makes
1: sense, and it's a lead into our brand new sponsor. What? Who? Nicorette gum.
0: Oh. So what about you. Japanese denim?
1: Oh, they're. I mean, they're still with us for sure. But this particular pod is sponsored by Nicorette. Oh, this Reed. one. Okay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe what we do is we don't have a sponsor for our Ryan Philby Practice Hero Award. Mm-hmm. So maybe we throw the Nicorette one. Nicorette can be a sponsor to that, in not on this pod because this pod it's sponsoring the MVP. But Very future right. pods, the Ryan Phillippe Year Award will be sponsored by Nicorette, and let's keep the Japanese denim on the MVP. Excellent. Uh, basically, the pot the sponsorship dollars are just rolling into this pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. What from Wicklow Wear, the industry of Japanese denim, and fucking Nicorette gum. Yeah, we are sponsored all over the place. Uh huh. Cash money. Cash money. Love it, dude. I love it, and I'm glad Lois got it because I'm all in on her looks, too. She is very, very attractive. Big time. Uh, we pointed out, obviously, we don't
1: dive into this with any of our shows because we could spend way too long on it. She's 27, 28, Probably. maybe in her 30s, Yeah, playing a teen. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Who cares? Not me. Um, she has an awesome, charismatic personality, fantastic looks. She even has bangs. Didn't even and mind. it. Didn't, didn't, didn't even, even care. You.
0: Her and Xena, warrior princess, don't even care about the bangs. Fucking amazing, dude. I'm so glad she's in the mix. Like you said, underdog proving herself. It's like fucking Landry Clark in Friday Night Lights. Exactly. I love anyone that comes in and it's like, hey, I'm going to get one little mini shot. Taking it. Taking it. Swish. Swish city. Twix city. Fucking buckets. All right, dude. Does that do it for you? Does it for me. It does it for the both of us. So, kids, you know, you know what time it is, kids. You sleep tight, kids. You tuck on in, you have a really good night's sleep. Don't let those bed bugs bite, kids. And, Pat, what do you tell those kids? Clear eyes, full hearts. Do less, do way less. You can follow us on instagram at vicarious living podcast and listen to all of our episodes on itunes stitcher or soundcloud you know you found us when you see a picture of pat and i sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is laguna beach steven's there just not pictured steven and Elsie. both there just not pictured